What's poppin'? Welcome to your health class, the show about helping you lose fat, ditch your comfort zone, and then we're going to change our generation. I'm Trevor, health and nutrition coach, and today we're going to be going into five simple things you can do to shift your health right now. But before that, cue that intro. I took my turmeric shot this morning, so I'm feeling pretty swell. Yeah. I've been focused on my health. Yeah. I've been tossing hundred dollar bills down with some wells. Limos in the windows, baby. I can't kiss and tell. Massive in my head, but it's not negative. Spewing on your tray. Please keep your sentiments, cause I don't need the energy you're giving off unsettling. Maybe I should let him in. This shit is my medicine. Wait. Before we get into it, I just need to say thank you. Every single week, I check the show numbers, and I see that we're growing. Little by little, share by share, I appreciate you guys. So thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing the show. Like, If you find value, notice like I'm not advertising. I'm not doing anything like that for the show. It just comes from word of mouth. You guys sharing it. If you like something, share it with one person. That's how this keeps growing, and I can keep bringing you guys more awesome content. And so... Just want to say thank you because I see it growing. I see you guys are sharing it and it means the world. But now time for the show. So today we're going to be talking about five shifts that you can make right now that can really impact your health. That can take you from struggling. That can take you from not knowing where to even start to making a difference, building confidence, losing fat. I mean, that's what the show's about. <laughs> Losing fat, ditching your comfort zone, and then changing your generation. Like, it's not just something we say. It's not just something that is thrown out there as a blanket statement that doesn't mean anything. For real. Like, listening to the show, the goal is those three things. You're going to lose fat. We're going to ditch your comfort zone, get uncomfortable, build confidence. And then from there, we can share this information to change our generation, change what the norm is, because the first things on this list are like the first half of things from where you are right now. That's the norm right now. And then shifting it to where we want to be. So that's what's powerful about these shifts, because if you make the shift, you're going to have a transformation. You're going to change your health. And so let's get into it. So the first shift you're going to want to make is a predominantly carb diet to focusing on adding in more protein. So I'm not here to get into the debate of are carbs evil, are fats evil, what's evil, because truthfully, none of it's evil. (laughs) There's not many foods that you can eat and they're just going to immediately ruin your health. Like I would argue that vegetable oils, you don't want to ever eat those. Avoid them like the plague. But for the most part, most people can get away with having carbs in their diet get away with having fats in their diet, and especially protein. But one thing I notice is that a lot of people I start working with, or just a lot of people that I'm helping them with their diet, is that they're not deficient in protein because the U.S. guidelines for protein are very underdosed. They're very just not adequate for what we need on a day-to-day basis especially if you're working out, especially if you have a lot of stresses, you're going to want protein to make sure your body has the building blocks to rebuild 
and the amino acids to create the hormones you need and create the neurotransmitters. So proteins play a huge role in all of this. So if you're starting off in your health journey, focusing on some high quality protein is going to give your body what it needs to do all this. And it's also going to have the added benefit of making you feel full. Like that's the best part (laughs) because it's so hard to lose fat or change your diet and all this if you're just hungry all the time. But with protein, you're going to fill up a lot faster. And it's because your body takes a lot more energy to break down this protein than carbs. It takes a lot more energy to break down this protein than fats. So by starting off with protein, you satiate yourself. You satiate yourself so that way when you go to start making more health changes, you're not worried as much about being hungry all the time. Because this protein is going to give your body what it needs to stay full. And boom, you're going to start losing fat. That's simple. So, sources you want to focus on is going to be high-quality meats. So, grass-fed beef is great. Wild-caught salmon. And then eggs, especially if they're not, like, caged eggs or even cage-free you want to be careful with because they're still fed the vegetarian diet, which essentially just means they're fed grains. You are what your food eats. You are what you eat. But it's more than that. You are what you eat, ate, as Sean Model would say. <laughs> and so making sure that you're getting high-quality sources. So spending the extra money on the pasture-raised eggs is just going to go bring your health to the next level. And obviously, not everybody can afford to do this. So it's all about just starting where you are right now and then up-leveling. So if all you can afford right now is caged eggs, It's still going to be better than the processed food that we often eat, like something from McDonald's. It's all about just making these shifts to get a little bit better. And then over time, as you lose that fat, build confidence, your finances grow, you you can make better and better choices and keep upgrading everything. And that's what's awesome. And so start where you can. So eggs, high-quality meats high-quality salmon, as far as vegetable proteins, that's a whole nother topic that we can get into. But if I was going to go with a vegetable protein powder, I'd go with the pea protein just because it's a little bit easier for your body to digest. And a simple shift like this can make a whole world of a difference, especially with how you're starting out your day. Starting out your day with some really high-quality proteins is going to make it so much easier to stay satiated throughout the day like we were talking about. And then not needing to snack all the time. Which brings us into shift number two. Which is eating consistently and constantly throughout the day. To eating more designated meals. So this doesn't mean that you need to try like an OMAD one meal a day diet or something ridiculous like that. I mean, there's benefits to that. Not saying you should do it every day. But we can get into that later. It's about making a shift to not eat so many meals because I remember before I started my health journey, I would have breakfast, then I would have a snack, then I'd have lunch and then I'd have another snack and maybe another snack and then dinner. And so I was never really going more than two, maybe three hours without food. And the problem with that is you could be eating the same amount of calories at the end of the day, the same amount of everything, like the same exact food. 
but by just grouping it together a little bit more, it allows your body to actually use the fuel sources you're giving it properly. So when you eat food, some of it is turned into immediate energy, some of it's stored for later, and some of it's turned into fat to store for long term. So you can think about this as having cash on hand, because if you get cash, you're going to be able to spend it immediately, or having a checking where it's a little bit more in storage, but it's pretty easy to access versus your fat is more like a savings account. So it's harder to access and you really need to burn through all your cash first, burn through your checking account first before you start touching that savings. So if you're eating all the time, always replenishing that cash you have on hand, you're never touching your fat. You're never touching that savings account, which is great if we're talking about money. You want to keep, you want to keep replenishing that cash. But what we're talking about your body and trying to actually burn through that savings, not so much. <laughs> So the way you want to think about it is is to get rid of that cash on hand, you need to give your body some time to go through it. So this is burning through that glucose, the cash, is going to be exercising, going throughout your day, and giving your time, your body some time between food. And then that checking account is going to be your glycogen stores, which is basically just glucose that's being stored in your muscles and it's stored in your liver. And so when you start exercising... Your body burns through all that glucose that's in your bloodstream, your cash, and then it moves on to the the glycogen stores. And these are great because it's quick energy still, and it allows your body to keep going without having to go through the process of breaking down fat. It works great. But giving your body a little bit more time to burn through that glycogen and then move on to the savings before you start eating again can make all the difference. Because if you're just constantly topping off the cash you have by eating every couple hours, you're never really burning through any fat. So one great way of doing this is intermittent fasting, which has gotten a lot of buzz lately. As you can tell, we've done a whole episode on fasting. And I would strongly consider just moving that first meal back a little bit. So this means instead of eating first thing when you wake up, you wait like two or three hours. Then maybe once you get used to that, you push it to four, five hours. And if you put this on top of a eight hour night of sleep, giving yourself four going to bed to not eat, you can easily get to 12 to 16 hours of fasting each day or not having any food. And this makes it super easy to start tapping into your body fat because you're running through that cash and then burning through that checking account, that glycogen. It's going to be a little bit of a struggle at first, but if you want to learn more about fasting, I would highly recommend the book Fast This Way. Okay, so moving on, we got number three. We've talked about shifting predominantly from carbs to having more protein in your diet. We've talked about eating constantly to having more designated meal times and having just bigger meals. So even if that means you're eating the same amount of food, just group it together more. And then in between your like lunch and dinner, try not to snack. Try just making your lunch or dinner a little bit bigger and see how you feel. But moving on to number three, we have hitting the snooze button to jumping up in the morning. This has to be one of the simplest things in concept, but one of the hardest things to execute. Because man, that 
extra 10 minutes of awful sleep just feels so good in the morning. (laughs) But the truth of the matter is, is the night before you set an alarm at, let's say, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, you set that for a reason. You wanted to be up at that time. And you, I'm sure the night before you told yourself you're going to be up at that time. So if you want to build confidence, it starts with keeping your promises to yourself. This means the simple things like this of just getting up when you said you're going to get up is going to make the world of a difference into building two things, that confidence and momentum. Because when you get up on that first alarm, you just jump up, you get that extra 10, or if you hit the snooze button a couple a couple times, 20, 30 minutes back. That much more time is what you can use to actually get in a workout, meal prep a little bit, prep yourself for the day so you can get more wins. It's starting your day with a win so you can get more wins. This is how you build momentum, and this is what really like is a catalyst to a whole transformation. It seems simple, but it's incredibly hard. Because even knowing what I know, knowing how how much of a win I can get by just getting up at that time, you still have to fight with the alarm clock sometimes. Especially once you lose that habit. Because once you gain the habit, it's very easy to get off on that first alarm and just run into your day. But if you haven't developed that habit yet, it's going to be very hard to. So trying things like putting your alarm across the room so you actually physically have to get up makes it a little bit easier. And then giving your figuring out the night before what's the first thing you're going to do in the morning. So a strategy I love is telling myself I'm just going to go straight to the shower, straight to a workout. And what this does is the alarm rings and then you get up, you go straight for that task. You don't have to think about it. You just go straight to that thing because the more you're thinking in the morning, the more you're more likely you're going to be to hitting that snooze button. So make this shift, build that momentum in the morning. And I know now that I've switched my schedule, this has been a lot harder for me because I have to rebuild that habit, but I'll be right here with you guys rebuilding it. Moving on, we have prioritizing yourself last to prioritizing yourself first. One of the biggest excuses, and we talked about this on the priorities episode last week, is not having the time. But the truth is, is it's just you're putting other priorities before yourself. You're putting other priorities before what you need to be on your A game every day. And this can be things like work, your family, your school. All these things can come before what you need. And I'm not saying all those things aren't important. I'm not saying you should abandon them to spend all your time on yourself. But you need to come up with some rules. And we did a whole episode a couple months ago on my health rules, the non-negotiables that I do every single day to keep me on my A game. So this can be making sure I get at least one really healthy meal each day, making sure I get some form of exercise, making sure I do my morning routine. All these different things keep me on my A game and keep me moving forward. And so by coming up with three to five to I think we even listed seven or eight actual health rules. This is what's going to give you the energy to actually show up for your family and show up for your work, show up for your school on that next level to bring more energy. Because 
it's a small sacrifice now to build that energy. But once you build that energy, you'll find you'll be actually giving all these people more, giving your work more, giving your school more, giving your family more. Because you'll be more present and have what you need to actually have energy in these moments, these moments that actually count. So figure out what you need, whether it just be some walking every day or a full workout, whether it be one, two, three healthy meals. What is it that you need every day in order to be your best self? And make sure you write these things out because if you just think about them but don't actually have them written out, written down, it's so much easier to let them slide. So prioritize yourself. What do you need and stick to it because that's how you really make that transformation. And it really makes this whole experience, this whole, because it's going to be uncomfortable changing yourself and changing all your routines and all this. But if you have what you need to stay positive throughout all this, it's going to make it so much easier. Okay, shift number five, breathing from your mouth to breathing from your nose. So a couple months ago, we had Lay on the show and he talked all about breath and taught us about the importance of focusing on your breath and really learning to breathe through your nose. And then I was listening to a new episode of the Model Health Show that came out last week, and it just reinforced everything in my head. It broke down all the different effects, and it's just one of those things. I knew it. It was information I already knew in my life, but it was just a good reminder, a good reminder of how important it was. That's why it's on this list right now, because this one shift can lower your stress. This one shift can improve your energy, improve your sleep. Like if you struggle with snoring, a big reason for that is people that are breathing through their mouth. And so learning to breathe through your nose when you sleep is huge. And then it can help with focus. There's been studies that actually have found ADHD is linked to mouth breathing. Insane. Like. We never thought that we thought it was just something that was genetic, but it turns out it's not. It could be as simple as you're just breathing through your mouth. So your body's not getting the oxygen it needs. Your brain's not getting the oxygen it needs because you're taking in so much more oxygen and and filtering out a whole lot of bacteria and viruses through your nose. That's why it's so important for your immune system as well. And then another benefit I didn't even realize before And some researchers are actually theorizing that the number one cause of cavities isn't sugar. It's mouth breathing. Because your nose is supposed to be filtering out all this bacteria, viruses, things coming in from the air. But your mouth doesn't do that. It just takes in a whole lot of air and expels a whole lot of air because your body doesn't actually have the time to process it. But notice that when you breathe through your nose... It slows down your breathing a little bit. It gives your lungs time to properly process the oxygen, absorb more of it, and then your nose is filtering things out that shouldn't be making it into your body. All these benefits come from just switching where you're breathing from. And I would highly recommend that episode on the Model Health Show just because it's almost two hours long. But wow, they really break down all the information you you really need to know about nose breathing versus mouth breathing and how to up-level your breathing in general because there's different 
hums, there's different chants, there's different, which nostril you're breathing in can make a difference. Crazy. Nothing we learned in school. Seems like it would be pretty good information to know, considering that we take how many breaths a day? Thousands? It'd be pretty good to know how we should be breathing. So it's really something that's so simple, but can make a huge, huge difference. Especially if you're struggling with stress, if you're struggling with energy, if you're struggling getting good sleep at night. Like All these are going to help, but something you can do literally while you're listening to this podcast is work on your nose breathing. Like just one deep breath in through your nose and then a nice deep breath out. All right, so to recap, we have switching your food from predominantly carbs to including more protein. That's shift number one. Shift number two is eating constantly to developing more designated meals. So whether you're going to cut out breakfast or not, whether you're going to have three meals a day, four meals a day, two meals a day, it doesn't matter. Develop more, develop a better routine about it and stick to it and then see how you feel. Don't be afraid to adjust it because some people do benefit from eating a little bit more while I notice having one to two big meals a day is when I feel the best. And then moving on to number three, it's stop hitting the snooze button. Jump up, win the day, build that momentum. That's what's going to create confidence. Number four, we got prioritizing yourself last to prioritizing yourself first. It's crazy that we got to tell ourselves that, but it can seem so selfish to prioritize yourself first. But let me tell you, that is not. You'll show up better in this world, and that's what this world needs from you, not the leftovers. And then number five, breathing from your mouth to breathing from your nose. Again, this is going to help with energy, stress, sleep, focus. All this is what you're going to need to lose fat, to ditch your comfort zone. That's how we're going to change our generation. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be here Thursday with an awesome interview all about burnout and Chris Ducker's coming on. And I can't wait to bring this to you guys. So have a great rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.